This is Self Work, and I'm Dr. Margaret Rutherford. At Self Work, we'll discuss psychological and emotional issues common in today's world and what to do about them. I'm Dr. Margaret, and Self Work is a podcast dedicated to you taking just a few minutes today for your own self work. Hello and welcome or welcome back to Self Work. I'm Dr. Margaret Rutherford, and I'm so glad you're here. This week, we have a second episode on the seriousness of postpartum depression and the potentially fatal mixture of new motherhood and suicide. And we had another reminder of the seriousness of this condition. Dr. Crystal Cachetta, an oncologist, is reported to have killed her four-month-old daughter and then killed herself in New York. Current evidence seems to support that she was suffering from the most severe type of postpartum or what's called postpartum psychosis where the new mom is besieged with delusions or hallucinations that govern her behavior and can lead to violence against her baby and herself. This is another gruesome tragedy that demands our attention because these deaths can be prevented with the right care and understanding. I'm sure there will be more to report about Dr. Cachetta, and our hearts go out to her family and others who've experienced such a harsh reminder of the mental and emotional toll pregnancy can take. During my research on last week's episode on postpartum, I learned that my own state of Arkansas holds the number one spot in the U.S. for maternal mortality rates. That was very disheartening to read, and I started looking around for speakers that could talk about this. So today, I'm interviewing Dr. Zenobia Harris, whose accolades in this field are incredible. She heads up the Arkansas Birthing Project and is a force and national advocate for health equity and for improvements to family, child, and maternal health. Her program, as well as the national organization Every Mother Counts, is reaching out especially to minority women and their families who are much more likely to suffer severe medical problems both during and after pregnancy. And what is amazing is that those statistics can be reversed with support for that mom during pregnancy, provided by who Dr. Harris calls sister friends. Here on Self Work, we talk a lot about what you can do about it. Dr. Harris is doing just that and creating a network of sister friends that are saving lives. And we want to support that mission here at Self Work. And we want to welcome back Magnesium Breakthrough as a sponsor of Self Work once again. In fact, their product, Mag Breakthrough, helped me avoid a side effect of another medication I needed to take for a few days simply by helping my colon function better. I just used it a lot last week. I love this product. So let's hear from them. Hey guys, I want to share with you that recently I've been working on some very important projects that have very short deadlines as always, right? seems everything today is ASAP. Anyway, I have not been able to keep up with all of my self-care routine. I certainly haven't had breaks to have proper meals and I'm drinking way too much iced tea. I was starting to get really stressed out when I remembered that the magnesium breakthrough I take every night is also a great support for stress management. I'd kind of forgotten that. In fact, magnesium is responsible for over 300 body reactions and magnesium breakthrough is the only magnesium formula that delivers all seven different forms of magnesium. I didn't know there were seven forms, one of them being feeling more calm, centered, and in control of our stress. If you're trying to balance life demands, give it a try. Trust me, your mind and your body will thank you for it. What you can do is visit 
magbreakthrough.com slash self-work and order now. Oh, in addition to the discount you get by using promo code SELFWORK10, so that's different, SELFWORK10, they're also amazing gifts with purchase. That's why I love shopping at Buy Optimizers. Again, go to magbreakthrough.com slash self-work to get your magnesium breakthrough and find out this month's gift with purchase. So now I'd like to introduce you to Dr. Zenobia Harris, head of the Arkansas Birthing Project and a highly respected advocate for improving the care and support that all mothers receive, but especially moms of color who are the most at risk. The Arkansas Birthing Project is located in uh, the main offices in Little Rock, but we do have birthing projects in various counties around Arkansas, primarily in southeast Arkansas. We primarily work with African-American women and women of color. So, but tell me about uh, how long have you been the head of the birthing project and what do y'all do and talk about some maternal mortality issues? Well, the Arkansas Birthing Project is an affiliate of Birthing Project USA which is a 40-year-old Black maternal and child health organization that originally formed in California, but uh-huh. it was founded by a woman from Arkansas. Really? Uh, her name is Catherine Hall Trujillo, and she was from Moscow, Arkansas. Yeah. But she was actually working for the California Department of Health and Human Services and was spending a huge amount of money as a fiscal agent on um, preterm babies care. Okay. And so she decided to do, conduct a social experiment with several of her friends. They decided to provide support to pregnant women during their pregnancy. There were 10 of them and they each um, got a mentee, a little pregnant woman yeah. who they provided um, material and physical supports to during pregnancy and social supports. And they were astounded by the outcomes. Uh, traditionally, uh, statistically, the young women that they partnered with should have had really poor outcomes and they didn't. The babies were born close to term or on term. The babies weighed more than five, six, five and a half pounds at birth. Wow. Uh, they had a non-eventful uh, uh, delivery and they did quite well after birth. And so they replicated this in that community several times and ended up at one at, at later time actually establishing a health clinic in a really at-risk community in the Sacramento area. And uh, this kind of just sort of spread through um, informal networks, the the idea of doing this. Well, um, I I saw Catherine when she came to Arkansas about, oh, about 10 years after she had founded the Birthing Project. She did a a program for the March of Dimes, and I was mesmerized by the work she was doing. And so um, I became involved with the Birthing Project at that time and yeah. have been had been working on it part time until I actually retired from my work as a administrator with the Arkansas Department of Health and have been doing the Birthing Project full time now in Arkansas since 2016. I should add you have your doctorate in uh a nurse practitioner. But we, uh, what we do is we go into local communities and train community women to provide support to women during their pregnancy. What did those in, initial mentors do or what is that? What does that support look like? Well, um, we primarily focus, of course, on social supports because many of the women that we interact with are women who uh, people identify as people who fall through the cracks. Perhaps right. they don't have a, a permanent place to live or they right. have food insecurity 
or they don't, they're not seeking prenatal care for various reasons because they don't know how to access it or they don't know have transportation, all those kinds of issues. They don't have insurance. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And some of them don't have family members to support them. They don't have close, you know, uh, people in their lives that will provide that support during this really special time in their lives. And so our sister friends who are our mentors, um, we encourage them to become really familiar with the resources in their local communities okay. and to work with their little sisters to access those resources that she needs to have a good outcome. Okay. We uh, require that the sister friends uh, work with the little sisters to make sure they get a source of prenatal care and that they keep their prenatal appointments. If they have need transportation, help them work on identifying that. We encourage our sister friends not to make your little sister dependent on you, but to encourage her to be independent. That's an important point, isn't it? Wow. Yes. Yes. So what and about so, postnatal care? Because, I, you know, I'm I, last week I did this episode on postpartum depression and found out that suicide and drug overdose um, is a, counts for about 25% of the mortality deaths. Is that right? The maternal deaths. Is that correct? Mater- yes, that's correct. Uh, mental health related issues certainly have a huge impact. Uh, and unfortunately, some physical health issues also impact our maternal mortality issues, such as undiagnosed uh, con- health conditions, such as diabetes, right. cardiac disease, hypertension, which can lead to uh, eclampsia, preeclampsia and eclampsia, and which can be very fatal. And unfortunately, for many African-American women, uh, it is. I'm so sorry. And the the couple of articles, 84 percent of those deaths were preventable. Yes, um, that is a that, that is that, a huge tragedy for our communities. Huge, huge, huge tragedy and a huge loss of potential of human potential that could uh, you know be uh, at work in these communities, helping to improve the status of our communities. So it's it's a huge loss that we experience when these things happen. Yes, it is, as well as the children they bore. You know, so yes, right, and unfortunately, sometimes we lose the babies as well. You know, we have the fourth highest um, uh, infant mortality rate in the United States as well. Do we really? Arkansas. Wow. Which what are the is, states that again, are doing it better? What are the states that are doing it better? And, and how are they doing it better? Well, um, as you you may or may not be aware, um, many states, over 30 of our states in the United States have exp- extended the uh, coverage for Medicaid for women postpartum. You know, in Arkansas, it, it, their postpartum coverage cuts off for women who are Medicaid eligible after the second, after two months after delivery. Oh well, many states, th- about 30 states have extended that coverage for the first year of life because these deaths can off- occur during the postpartum period. Many of them occur during the postpartum period when women don't have coverage. And what we what they have found is that women will put off going to the doctor because they don't have money to pay for their care. And so they pull off their symptoms and they'll deny their symptoms or delay, you know, seeking care until it's unfortunately too late. What um, do you know for the mental health aspect of things? Well, I think we we do have a real acute shortage of mental health providers in our state, as you probably are very well aware. Mm -hmm. And there are some parts of our state that are worse than others. And so dealing with that, in addition to some of the stigma that is associated with seeking uh, psychological care and support, uh, is something that we've got to address as a society. Now, if I read uh, some of the articles disagreed with one another about this. So let me ask you, um, I read in one article that the mental health problems, suicide and drug overdose were more prevalent in minority women. And then I, uh, then white women. And then another article, it said, no, they're about the same. They're about the same. 
Okay. Is, in my experience. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, we have the first trimester, second trimester, third trimesters, you know, when, during the time the baby is born. Sure. And then of course that fourth trimester, which is the period, the immediate period after birth, actually that first year after birth of the baby. Uh, I think something that we need to make some distinctions about are what we call baby blues. Have you heard that terminology? Oh, baby yes, blues of course I have. Mm-hmm. versus postpartum depression. And I think sometimes people get those things confused. If the baby blues, you know, a little bit of melancholy and um, uh, uncertainty and perhaps a little depression after birth because of all this tremendous hormonal and body changes that are occurring happen in a woman. If it lasts longer than two weeks, then we're really talking about postpartum depression. And speaking of that, there is a a, a medication that has just been uh, FDA approved for postpartum depression, specifically for postpartum depression. I'm really excited about that. Um, but, you know, my, my podcast goes, well, I have listeners from all over the world, but certainly all of the United States. What, what could a woman do or, or a friend of someone who's pregnant? What are all these, is it called the Tennessee birthing project? Is it called the Mississippi birthing project? What, what are the, or the California, whatever it is, how can people plug themselves in or plug people in that they, that they know and love into these kinds of programs? Well, the Birthing Project is just one of many uh, opportunities I think we have available in our local communities to provide support to women during this really critical time. Um, You know, there's been a lot of discussion about community doulas as well and the supports that they provide. And I think there's room for everyone. The Birthing Project specifically, we identify people who are lay people. They don't necessarily have to be trained medical people and they don't necessarily have to have any kind of certification. But we work with them and support them so that they can, in turn, feel free and um, uh, empowered to support a, an individual person, uh, basically like becoming a, a good friend of that person, a okay. reliable and trustworthy friend. And uh, Birthing Project USA, which is based out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, is sort of the hub where people go to get information, to uh, establish uh, birthing projects in other states. There are even some international birthing projects in Cuba, uh, in Ghana, and other um, foreign nations. But can you tell the audience what, what a doula is? Well, a doula is an individual who is specially uh, trained and experienced to provide to women at doing to, Uh, support during very critical times, either during their pregnancy, during labor and delivery, postpartum. And there are even some um, some um, uh, bereavement doulas who actually provide specialized support to women during that. Yes. During that real critical time. But doulas are uh, trained to um, recognize important needs that women and their families have as well. Mm-hmm. And to provide those supports to them uh, to make sure that they have good pregnancy outcomes. So they are uh, right there with women in the delivery area. Um, they're that other voice and that other set of eyes and hands uh, in that area and space that women need often when they're going through this real critical period. Because, as you know, it's very stressful and often sometimes decisions have to be made pretty quickly. And it is good to have someone there who is very focused on the needs and the uh, desires of the woman involved. Right. Uh, during this real critical period. Right. So if people wanted to either volunteer or donate, they could go to the Birthing Project US- USA. Or the Arkansas they Birthing Project if they're in Arkansas. Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, most a lot of my listeners are New Yorkers and California people. So Birthing Project USA. Uh, yeah. It's listed. Uh, they do have a web. There's a website. 
uh, Birthing Project USA, and we'd be happy. They can um, indicate that they're interested in more information and we'd be happy to get in touch with them. Arkansas has been asked to do some of the training for Birthing Project USA because they uh, appreciate the model that we have in our state. We're the only state that has multiple birthing projects um, in different counties. Um, compared That's to some of the other states, you may have just one birthing project in one particular area in their, st in their state. I have a sneaking suspicion that's about you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm very uh, passionate about this work. I'm very committed to it. And uh, I just want to make sure that our next generation is prepared to provide supports that women need during this really important time in our lives. Uh, we're building our communities and we want to make sure that we get the full benefit of every person the full humanity of every person in our communities safely delivered into this in our communities and safely ensconced in our communities, uh, empowered to um, achieve the goals that God has set before them so that they can be uh, full functioning citizens in our society. I, I can well, very well said and eloquently said, by the way. So um, I'm so glad you could come on. Um, and I hope to, again, it's Birthing Project USA, or in if you live in Arkansas, it's the Arkansas Birthing Project. This is Dr. Zen Zenobia Harris, and I'm delighted, absolutely delighted that you've joined me today. Thank you so very much. Dr. Margaret, can I do one more plug you regarding um, Every Mother Counts? Every you Mother Counts bet. has been very generous working with us. Um, they actually have produced a film called Giving Birth in America, Arkansas. Oh. And uh, we in, are encouraging people to access that film. It can be accessed on uh, Every Mother Counts website uh, to uh, schedule uh, viewings of the, of the film. And if you are interested in having a discussion groups set aside, we can certainly arrange that for you, too, because we won't get to pe we want people to talk about this very important issue of maternal mortality in our state and come together on solutions for this very important issue. What is the name of it again? Because I will put it in the show notes. Giving Birth in America, Arkansas. And it's on the Every Mother Counts website. Okay, I got it. Thank you. And thank you to Every Mother Counts, too, for their support. Yeah, they seem like an incredible organization. Well, uh, thank you so much, Dr. Uh, Margaret. Of course, of course, anytime. All right, let's stay in touch. Okay. I'm sure you were as impressed with Dr. Harris as I am and was. Please reach out to her and all the organizations. Most states are going to have some sort of support group like this, as well as Every Mother Counts. That's a national organization. And I bet there are others I know that not everyone who listens to self-work is from the United States. So please look around for help that you might need and benefit from. As usual, thank you for being here. It's an exciting week. My TED Talk has reached 100,000 views, and many of you are probably those who have viewed it, so I want to thank you very much. We've got a lot of plans for the fall, and I can't wait to begin to introduce them to you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Please take care of yourself, your family, and your community. I'm Dr. Margaret, and this has been Self-Work.